you could change any choices you have ever made, would you? You can always make another choice and change the course of your success. Everyone has the potency to make inspired choices. Get ready to listen, share, and experience the creativity that is you. Now, here is the host of Inspired Choices Radio Show, Holographist Coach, Christine McIver. Welcome, 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 everyone. I'm so glad that you're joining us today, whether you're listening live with us here on the Inspired Choices Radio Show or you're listening in one of our many podcast locations, I'm very grateful for you to be here. And you are in for a wonderful treat today. I have a fabulous guest who is going to be talking about dreams and how to make them happen and what he's been doing practically his entire life to make that happen. So before we jump into that, if this is the first time you are listening, I want to tell you a little bit about myself. As you heard in the intro, I am a holographist coach. And what I do is I work with individuals who are ready to really make their desires happen right here, right now. Most of us are always talking about, in the future I want this, in the future I want that. And we're always going to have it be in the future until we claim it now. So I work one-on-one with people, whether it's on a personal level, to make relationships happen, to grow their ability to parent maybe a teenager, to enhance their career, or to make their businesses grow and thrive. I absolutely love working one-on-one with individuals, and I give each and every person an opportunity to speak with me for about 30 minutes to see if there's a match and to see if what you're looking to do and create in the world would work with what I actually do and create in the world. So if this really speaks to you, if you're looking for somebody that is ready to not only be your greatest cheerleader, but to challenge you and to really invite you forward, somebody that is going to in some cases, kick you in the butt to get going, please reach out to me. My email is christine at inspiredchoices.ca. You can also check me out here on the Inspired Choices Network channel where you can see all the many, many podcasts, I don't even know how many I have uh, now, <laughs> have now created to point. And you can listen to where I, where I kind of go and the things that I love to, to work on and focus. So let's get into tonight's show. I do have a fabulous guest. Tonight we're talking about do you struggle to make your dreams happen? And my guest, and pardon me if my pronunciation is not exactly correct, but I have been practicing, is Yahaya Barua. And he is somebody that I met totally by random when I was running into a chapters to buy a journal for my daughter who was going on an adventure. And <laughs> Yahai was, was standing there kind of off to the side in chapters, and he just kind of caught my attention, and he said, would you be interested in learning about my book? And for me, anyone that is willing to be vulnerable, to stand in public and ask total strangers, well, I just had to slow down, and I had to stop and give him my attention. And It was a fabulous conversation that sparked for me and I think sparked for him as well because after I left, and I did, by the way, purchase the book, after I left, he came up to me and started asking me questions about what I did. So it was a very cool connection. And here we are. So welcome to the show, Yahaya. 
Thank you so much for having me, Christine. You're an awesome <laughs> lady. I just want well, you to know that. So and I uh-huh. appreciate the opportunity to share my story. Oh, thank you so much. It it was You're just welcome. so cool. And, you know, I did after, I don't know if you know even know this, after we met, I came home and I immediately did a Facebook Live. And I said, look, it, if you walk into a bookstore and there's an author there, they're, and they're flagging their book, go over and support them because it takes a lot of guts <laughs> to do what you do. And, yeah, uh, yeah a lot of, <laughs> a lot of my friends, um, a lot of my friends were like, you know what? It's so true. I'm an author. That was hard for me. <laughs> so it, uh, yeah, you, you did really um, speak to me with what you were choosing, which was cool. Oh, that's awesome. Thank you. So you're so welcome. So I'm going to read out the, the, the copy that we had for tonight's show, and then we're just going to jump into the conversation. And, and if you're listening and you're listening live and you would like to join us you'd like to ask some questions you'd like to just interact and play with us you can come on over to inspiredchoicesnetwork.com and click on the chat room on the menu bar and come on in and this is where you can interact and we do have a lot of fun in the chat room okay so do you have a dream that you have always desired to come through but you've struggled to make it happen do the thoughts around you the beliefs you were raised with and the expectations of your family and community hold you back from taking action. If any of this is true for you, tonight, as we said, I'm going to be interviewing this wonderfully intriguing man who shares his journey, creation, and inspirational thoughts about making dreams happen. Yahaya Barua, am I pro- tell me how I'm supposed to be pronouncing that because I feel like I'm skipping. Oh, no, you've got it right. It's Yahaya oh, wow. Barua. Yeah, you've got it right. <laughs> I've been pr- I've yeah. been practicing. Yahaya Barua is a novelist and entrepreneur who immigrated from Nigeria to Toronto in 2001 at the age of 12 with his family. His career as a novelist and entrepreneur began at the age of 21 when in 2009 he wrote his first book, Strugglers of a Dreamer, the first book in a trilogy and started a publishing house, wow, to publish his work. How did I miss that part? He sold his book door-to-door for three years, knocking on over 27,000 doors in Toronto. Man, you are determined. I love this. He is currently on tour with Indigo Bookstores in Canada, and to date has done over 917 events with the Canadian bookstore chain since 2013. While nearly 50,000 copies sold, Yahaya is a Canadian best-selling novelist. He has a goal to share his story with one billion people over the struggle of his lifetime, or over the course of his lifetime. Learn more about Yahaya on his website, strugglesofadreamer.com. And you can get him on Instagram and Facebook and all the social media platforms. But wow, twenty-seven thousand doors, my friend. Yeah, it was it was actually quite crazy, and uh, even to me, when I look back on it in that moment in time, I didn't really see it as in the craziness of it all. But I saw it 
as something I needed to do. That was the only way I knew to go and sell my book because I used to raise money door to door for charity, World Vision, Plan Canada. So I figured if it works for them, it will work for my book. <laughs> so I did it. Why not? Good yeah. for you. Wow. Thank okay. I, I love to take our listeners through your journey. So can you take us okay. back to, can you take us back to Nigeria? And what your life sure. is like there, and then bring us to up to this point in time, and and really whatever you think would pop for our listeners tonight. Okay, I'll. So I was born. I was a. I'm an '80s baby. So I was born in the '80s, um, '88, and um, the story of my birth, which I found out not too long ago from my mom, was I almost didn't make it as a kid. You know, I almost didn't survive. Like, when I was born, I almost died within the first few hours because I was a really big baby. I believe I was about 13 pounds, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> I was, yeah, I was big. I was about God help your mother. <laughs> I know. She's a strong woman. <laughs> but, yeah, I was about 13 pounds. And then, you know, the way they tied the umbilical cord, it wasn't really done properly because I was so big and the it became loose. Obviously, my mom was tired and exhausted from the labor and whatnot. So she really did not know what was going on. And the hospital was on strike. So there was very limited hospital uh, staff available to help me. But fast forward, I survived. And that's how I got my name, Yahaya, basically to live. And it's another name for John. And it means to be alive. It's an Arabic name. And, you know, in retrospect, I really believe that that desire to um, want to win and to keep going stems from that moment when I was born. You know, even though I may not consciously fully see it, like, I see it now and being able to um, better understand where I'm at. So... I do really have a choice in the way, you know, in coming to Canada. But living in Nigeria, we were, um, we were not very wealthy, but we were we weren't poor either. Fortunately, we were floating in between the middle class and the lower class. And if you notice in my bio, I say we came to Canada not out of need. It, you know, fortunately, we weren't driven by, um, you know, conflict or whatever the need to become refugees. My parents, you know, they decided they wanted to try a new place, you know, to have access. Um, with the way they saw the country was going, they decided, you know, forward thinking to want to leave Nigeria to pursue a more ambitious, um, a better life outside of Nigeria to add to, um, to enable their kids to prosper and to be able to contribute to themselves, the family, and in turn the world especially the new world in which they will be living in. You know, fast forward, I came to Canada in 2001, and my parents naturally always emphasized, you know, school first. You know, don't be distracted. I fast forwarded my second year at York, decided that I wanted to um, write a book as a challenge. And if you remember, I shared this story with you in chapters, Christine. But yeah, like... Um, my, I decided I wanted to write a book as a challenge, and then it became more of a concrete goal to write a book as a way to inspire a million people with the courage 
to want to take a chance to go after that thing they like to see happen in their life. But I wasn't sure what to write about. And then my dad and I had that misunderstanding where being the first person to know I was writing, he came to my mm-hmm. room thinking I was going to abandon school. So he said, you must go to school. Very, you know, assertively, and then walked away. I thought I was doing something wrong because at the time my dad did not acknowledge that I wanted to write a book. So having become upset and resentful and at the same time having been inspired with my aha moment for what to write about, I decided I was going to write a book, but in secret. Over the course of a year, I kept going to York and I graduated. And that's where I didn't go with a traditional publisher. I had started my own publishing house. And very briefly, a little bit more about that. You know, I worked as a security guard for about eight months to save up the money that I needed. I didn't want to take on loans for any from anybody, from banks or whatever. So, And also did crowdfunding where I offered the first edition of my book to friends and family. In exchange, I offered them the first edition of the book and I acknowledged them in the book itself as the people who made it happen. And then I proceeded to sell the books door to door. And then the rest, as they say, is history. And here I am today. That is so amazing. It is so amazing. And I love... I love how you took just, it it was like a small little nudge from the universe. And it was like, oh, I think I'm going to write a book. And, 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 and you you allowed it, you allowed that nudge to unfold. And, and it was like a leapfrog, right? Like, that's what it sounds like. It was a leapfrog of, you know, you got this nudge and then this happened and then you kind of, you widened or expanded your dream and it just kept going and going and going. I'm right. curious to see where you will I, be, Yahaya, uh five years from now. Um, I think that this will be the beginnings of a phenomenal story of what you've done to create way, way beyond your wildest dreams. I want to, before we... Thank you, um, I appreciate that. Yeah. Before we jump, it's a little bit scary uh, to even think about that thought. But yeah, <laughs> but honestly, I still continue to walk in faith, and by the grace of God, it all will pan out well, better than I hope. Yeah. Oh, of course it will. I have a very strong knowing that things always get better. They are continuously growing and getting better. Now, sometimes when we're going through the journey. It feels like, you know, things are falling apart, but oftentimes they're breaking open for us to go through. And I'm sure I have all the knowing in the world that you, my friend, are going to continue to expand this dream beyond. So I want to read what you have on the back of the book, which I really love. And then we're going to pop out to break. And I know we've got some questions in the chat room. We're going to take callers if they're calling in. And we're going to continue to unfold – everything about this fabulous book and about you with your dreams. So you've got to get this book for sure. Struggles of a dreamer battle between a dream and tradition. So who will triumph an ancient tradition or a dream in struggles of a dreamer, the battle between a dream and tradition, the stories of Tunde, a beggar on the streets of New York city and to 
Coutier, the son of a farmer yes. in a faraway yes. land. You go ahead. Tell me how I pronounce it. Oh, Takute. You got it right. You're on the road today. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> son of a farmer in a faraway land are woven together in charming tale full of intriguing characters and adventure. You will encounter the struggles of a dreamer as he faces the challenges of the limiting boundaries of his tradition. You will laugh, cry, experience romance, be frightened, and be held in suspense as you find out how Tukotu manages to remain afloat in a world that requires everyone to fit the same mold. I actually really, really love this. Whether you are an entrepreneur, a millennial, a dadpreneur, a mumpreneur, a grandpa, a grandma, university student, high school student, or just someone looking for down-to-earth, motivational, inspirational novel to enjoy, Struggles, Struggles of a Dreamer is for you. It's a fabulous book. I'm still enjoying it. I am a thorough reader, not a fast reader, and I have a number of books, but I am very much enjoying your book, uh, Haya. It's it's very well written for your first novel. I'm extremely impressed. And the story flows so easily. It has me desire, okay, come on, I want to get to the next one. I want to get to the next one. What's going to happen (laughs) now? It's, it's, it's really, it's really a great story. And, and you can feel within you the desire of these people to want to make their dreams come true and the struggle. You can feel that struggle between the tradition and, and what is really, truly possible. Absolutely. And that's sort of my aim in having written the book. Although when I was writing the book, I really did not know exactly how everything was going to pine out. But when I was writing the book, it was a moment of search for me, and it was a moment of allowing. And I needed to really just to let the story be what it wants to be. But it took me a lot of time, and it took me a year to write the book. And it, it was a process I needed to go through. But it got to a point where I just needed to just get out of the way and become a vessel through which the book was written. And, you know, I'm guessing after we come back from break, I can I can elaborate more in that the first book took me a year to write. The second book mm-hmm. took me 30 days to write. Wow. And to see that difference. Yeah. And the third <laughs> book took me 35 days to write. Okay. Now you're just showing off, dude. <laughs> <laughs> That is amazing. Okay, well, listen, we do have Thank to take, uh, take a quick break. And, and when we get back, we're going to continue this. I want to learn more about this book. And I want to learn more about your dreams and how you have, okay. have what has kept you going, what, the, some of the choices you made you wish you'd made different, and some of the choices we can look forward to that you're going to be making in the future. So, everyone, stay tuned. Uh, you are listening to Inspired Choices Radio Show here on the Inspired Choices Network with myself, Christine McIver, and my fabulous guest, Yahaya Barua. We'll be right back. Many of us make choices in our lives based on our past experiences or what others believe. What would our lives be like if we made our choices based on what we desire for our futures? When you join Inspired Choices Radio Show with holographist coach Christine McIver, 
you'll be provoked to look at what is true and what you know but may not choose that requires your attention. Christine does not hold back and brings all her expertise during each and every show. Are you ready to create the life and the living you truly desire? Listen for Inspired Choices Radio Show every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is Inspired Choices Radio Show with holographist coach Christine McIver. To participate in the program, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to Christine at InspiredChoices.ca. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. Thank you for joining us today. We've got a fabulous guest. We're talking about dreams. We're talking about struggles. We're talking about amazing creations. And it's all because of Yaha being here with us tonight. So we have been diving into you and kind of learning about the beginnings for you and and what brought you from Nigeria to Canada and what you've been doing since. You've written three books in a matter of, uh, it looks like 14 months in total. When did you first write your first book, Yahaira? Ah, so here I should have uh, clarified. So the first book I wrote in 2009. I was 21 at the time. I was 21 at the time, and um, the book came out in 2011, January um, 22nd. And then I proceeded to sell the books door-to-door for three years, and having knocked on uh, all those doors, 27,000 doors, 2013, I decided that I wanted to write my second book, but I had intended to write only one book. And a lot of people kept asking what happens with the the beggar on the streets of New York City, uh, the gentleman by the name of Tunde, that led me to write the second book. And to carry on from where I left off in having uh, shared a bit of the duration of the writing uh, period, it took 30 days to write the second one because... I I had decided from the get-go, compared to the first one, which took, which took a year to write, it took 30 days because I wanted to write 10 pages a day for 30 days. And I really wanted these headphones. This, uh, so I set the headphones as a reward. Complete the book, buy the headphones. Don't complete the book, don't buy the headphones. And I remember this very clearly because 
I had set the goal for my birthday, April 13th of that year, and I finished 30 uh, books in 30 days in on April the 12th. So basically, I actually finished it a day in advance, so 29 days, and the 30th day was for the wrap-up process. And the third book, I wrote that one in 2017, July, August, and I wrote that one in 35 days. Again, just going along with the same uh, timeline. And the difference in having written the books in such a short period of time was, like I was saying earlier, I've act- I learned to let myself be a vessel through which the book was written or is written in that I stopped trying to, so hard to to tell the story the way I wanted to story, tell the story to let in the story. So it's like a really good date. You don't plan it. <laughs> but no, it, it's it's like that. It's, it's like you can It's a great analogy. I, yeah, because when you go on a date, yes, you have to show up at the restaurant or the park or whatever it is, but the rest you don't plan. It. You don't say six o'clock we're gonna talk about my mother. Five or six thirty we're gonna talk about his mother and then Seven o'clock, we're going to kiss. No, you don't plan it. Sometimes you don't even reach the kissing part. You don't, no, you just go with the flow. And the best dates are usually the ones that are the most natural and the most memorable. And, you know, from a female's point of view, you're like, man, this guy's cool. Or from a guy's point of view, you're like, oh, my God, she's going to call me back. But the (laughs) idea is just to have that that comfort to let, to let. And to it let takes it happen. a lot of courage. Exactly. And to have faith that it will work. And I really yeah. believe that it is the having faith that part that took me a while. Hence, I was able to go from writing in one year to writing in 30 days. That's that's very inspiring and challenging, for sure. And what well, I love, what I love about what you're saying is you understood your role in the book right because books you know books are entities like every creation right we have we have um, businesses they are they are entities they have their own energies your books are their own entity they have their own energies and your role in it was was to actually channel it and and not to be a a controller I think that many of us myself included, try to control too many things and we actually slow down the creation in our desire to make sure it turns out a certain way. Exactly. So we have a great question in the chat room. And uh, the question is, if you could tell your younger writing self anything, what would it be? I would say relax. Everything is going to work out fine. I, that's it. I absolutely will tell them that. Honestly, that's it. Because that would solve a lot of the stress I put myself through. I mean, mind you, a lot of the stress allowed me to really take the time and not cut corners to make sure the book was done as best as all the resources would permit me to be able to do them well with. But I would tell him to relax and um, and just keep moving uh, forward and 
stay as as ambitious as you are because that will definitely come to your aid for sure and just keep believing just keep believing keep believing i i think that that kind of leads to my next question is you knocked on thousands of doors you knocked on what was it 50 27,000 doors exactly 27,000 doors my friend most people and i actually sold um I volunteered to sell a coupon book for an organization years ago. And, you know, for nice. most people doing that work, you know, to, to, the, to imagine even over a course of several weeks to, to knock on 50 doors, they, most people were like, okay, that's enough. I've had enough. I, I knocked on 50 doors. <laughs> what in the world kept you going to 27,000 doors? I didn't really have much of a choice. <laughs> I put myself in a position where forward was the only option. And I had to go. And now looking back, I can sum it up in one statement. Like with all, like with everything inside of me, I can sum it up with this one statement. My reason to keep going are far greater than my reasons to to stop. And that in itself um, brings to life what is, you know, driving me, what is within me. For one, I would go on Forbes.com and I would look at all these people who have been successful who the world refers to as successful, who some people just outright just worship and think they're robots, but they're just people just like you and me. And I decided, having set out on a goal and having written a book and having started my own publishing house and having taken a chance on my own self by putting my own money up and not knowing how it's going to work but believing it's going to work, I just had to keep going. I just had to keep going. Like, I just wanted to be an example that dreams do come true. And if a kid can actually make it happen, you know, anybody can. And yes, it takes time, but there's one thing I've learned about time, and I often have to remind myself about this, and my girlfriend, she's always quick to remind me this too, like, it is in the process that you become the person who you need to be to be able to appreciate your dream. At the end of the day, a person can write you a check for a million dollars, but earning a million dollars is one thing, and receiving a million dollars because you can receive it is another thing. And it is the journey that makes the million dollar worth it, not the million dollar itself. Don't get me wrong, nothing's wrong with a million dollars. But I'd rather Amen, be. brother. <laughs> I understand. Yeah. I, I I do. So so you had you had a dream to bring this out and to inspire a billion people. Right. Where when when did that dream first come to you? What and what was the catalyst for that dream? Well, mind you, 
Um, I see the brilliance as of recent. But when I first started, it was in 2009, I set a goal to inspire 1 million people. And 1 million people at the time was the biggest number I could come, I could comfortably come myself, uh, bring myself to believe I could inspire. And it started off back in 2008 or 2007. I became an entrepreneur October uh, 31st or 30th, I believe. It was around Halloween. And then I followed my brother to this event, this seminar, and I knew I could be an entrepreneur because I love cars. And I'm like, wow, this guy who's speaking with me is able to buy all the cars he wants. Then I knew I had to be an entrepreneur. But that was, like, I guess, the main reason at the beginning. But then later on, I started to fall in love with quotes, inspirational quotes from famous people, successful people, people who have um, defied great odds to make their dreams happen. So I started to share this quote um, on a blog that I created, you know, this positive attitude and motivational quote. Uh, it's still up, but I forget the ring. It's a blog spot thing. But um, anyways, I would post a quote every single day, almost every single day for an entire year. Mind you, sometimes I forget um, to post, but I did for the most part. And then 2009, as a New Year's resolution, that's when I decided I'm going to challenge myself to write a book. I first decided I wanted to write, I wanted a way to inspire a million people. And they would say, you know, to get what you want, you have to help other people uh, get what they want first. I'm not sure who said that. Maybe Zig Ziglar. But <clears throat> that led me on a path where I knew that I could write a book. And that became a goal. Write a book to inspire a million people with the courage to take a chance to go after their dream. And that became the driving force to write my book. And then a million came a billion because I think it was a week and a half ago or last week that I had a dream. I literally, I had a dream that this, <clears throat> this lady was asking me a question and I was telling her about my mission and I said I wanted to inspire a million people. And then she misheard me and said, a billion people? Wow, that's awesome. And I'm like, wait, what? A billion people? <laughs> and I I remember waking up thinking, why not a billion people? Why not a billion? And that was that. And it became a billion people from there. That's fabulous. So you literally are following your dream. <laughs> yeah. I love that. I so, so love that. Um, we do have uh, uh, a couple more questions in the chat room that I want to I have you answer. So the first one is, have you ever had a dream stall out? And if so, how did you reignite it? Or what would you do to reignite it? Uh, I think maybe the question could be rephrased as a, do you ever feel like giving up in a way? If, mm. if I'm wrong here. Oh, yeah. Many times. Many, many times. Like, there were points in my career where I could have given up. There was a point, and my girlfriend always laughs at me. And I always refer to her because she's, like, she's always there to tell me, dude, why are you slacking, dude? Why are you stop believing in yourself? Well, keep going. <laughs> anyway, and funny, she's on this chat room right now. She's probably laughing. But, like, um, I was... Like, 
you know, if a dream ever stalled out, yes, it absolutely has in the past. And there is a point where when I first, I believe it was in 2015, I actually decided I was going to quit and start selling hair. Like, I started selling hair. Start selling hair. braid. Yeah. I, because nice. I was like, man, Am I on the wrong track? I, it just, I just gave up almost, um, being a novelist, and I started to sell hair, you know. And then I was quick to realize, man, this is not right. This is, I don't, I don't like it. I don't like selling hair. It doesn't interest me, you know. Like, and this is to like the Afro Canadian community, you know, people who need hair, who want hair extension and whatnot. And that's a really big market. Honestly, I can't lie at that point. I was just attracted to how big the market was. Somebody said it was over uh, $500 billion. And I'm like, man, okay, I want a piece of that. But then I was driven to make the money and I lost the passion. I wasn't driven by passion by, because I believed in it. I didn't even believe in what I was selling. So anyways, that was the moment where my dream stalled out and I almost gave up because I just found a sense of like losing direction. But then, and it has happened here and there, but in terms of how do I reignite it, I go back to the days when I first started out. I always remind myself if I can make it this far, then surely I can go all the way. And Another way in which I re- reignited, you know, I pray a lot, especially as of late. I pray a lot. My girlfriend always prays with me and for me, always praying. And, you know, realizing, like, for me, it's by the grace of God that I've gotten this far. I just keep on going. Heck, even this this evening, over the past few days, I would, I've been reading and editing my third book. And... It's been really difficult because I'm like, man, how is this going to work out and whatnot? But as the plane is trying to take a nose dive and stall out, I'm like, nope, not today, buddy. You are keeping that straight course. And I just <laughs> keep on just fighting it, honestly. And I told my girlfriend, she was like, I was telling her, honestly, I'm stressed out. I told her this morning, and she's like, I'm praying for you. I'm like, okay, thanks. Prayer warrior. And so it's, it's just a combination of a lot of things. Just reminding yourself why you started out and just keep going. Honestly, that's the only way I can put it. Just keep going. Just keep going. I want to inspire a billion people. That's no small feat. But that is no, that is no small because, feat. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is that Oprah you... Did it. Yeah. You, you, it's what I think is really important. What a lot of people forget is that each day, if you have a dream, you're taking a step and you're accomplishing something. And I, and I know for myself and for many of my clients that oftentimes we're we've got our eyes focused forward and we forget. We oftentimes forget to look at what we have created. That even just writing out you know on a on a piece of paper and having it posted somewhere close by you listing the things that you have accomplished 
and reminding yourself that you're amazing. You've already done so much and allowing your previous accomplishments to continue to fuel your dreams forward, I think that can be the, one of the greatest things to help you in those moments when you think, oh, I'm not going to be able to do this or this is too hard. It's like, wait a second, look at how far you have come. Like, yo, dude, I would just have the number 27,000. I would have that listed everywhere. I would have it posted all over my house, <laughs> everywhere. And uh, that would just Thanks be like, that dude, idea. <laughs> yeah, you did 27,000. Like, Look come at on. that number and shut up, Yahaya. <laughs> yeah. Come on, Yahaya. What the hell are you talking about, one billion? Come on, you've already dented it. Oh, boy. That's giving my girlfriend ammunition right now. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Just tell Honestly, her to give me a call. She needs like, any ammunition. I'm, I'm she's here. She's probably writing all of this down, and she's like, oh, boy. She, she's just <laughs> getting a cervix hot. She's going to be like, well, you're very fortunate. <laughs> you're a very yeah. fortunate man to have someone in your corner that's willing to love you, support you, and kick your butt. I mean, that's a fabulous combination. Sure. Well, we are up to our second break of the show, Yahaya. We're going to just take a couple of minutes when we come back. We're going to just see where the conversation wants to go and uh, what's, what's the okay. next step and how can we, as the people that think you're pretty damn amazing, how can we support you and, and how can you continue through our support to inspire us? So, everyone, you're listening to Inspired Choices radio show here on the Inspired Choices Network with my guest, Yahaiwa Barua, and myself, Christine McIver. We'll be right back. Many of us make choices in our lives based on our past experiences or what others believe. What would our lives be like if we made our choices based on what we desire for our futures? When you join Inspired Choices Radio Show with holographist coach, Christine McIver, You'll be provoked to look at what is true and what you know but may not choose that requires your attention. Christine does not hold back and brings all her expertise during each and every show. Are you ready to create the life and the living you truly desire? Listen for Inspired Choices Radio Show every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is Inspired Choices Radio Show with holographist coach Christine McIver. To participate in the program, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255. Canada, 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. 
You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to Christine at InspiredChoices.ca. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. You are joining a great show. We're having a fabulous conversation. My guest, Yahaiwa Barua, he's got a few dreams. He's struggled. He's written some books. You know, just the average Joe. Not. <laughs> Yahaya, you have you have been really lighting up the chat room tonight with, with what you're sharing and you're in you're extremely intriguing and I know that you have shared this story so many times. One of the things that I'm very, very curious about is how how is it that you continue to inspire yourself to tell your story? What is that ultimate dream? I know you want to share it with a billion people. And I know you want to inspire these people, but what does that gift to you? Like, what, as in, I'm not quite clear as to the last part. Okay. So so when you are out here, you know, telling your story again and again and again, right? And and you're right. you're talking about your book and all of the events that you the the book tour that you have been on and all the times you're speaking to this individual and that individual. What does that? What do the when you're lighting up other people's worlds worlds with your story? What does that give you? What's your takeaway that you go to sleep with at night? How crazy I am, to be honest. Like for one and. Honestly, like it's 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 really crazy. Like you know, I tend to forget um, not necessarily why I'm doing what I'm doing, but like it's it's like a it's something that goes in circle. What you give, you get. What you give, you get. What you give, you get. And I've gotten to a point. And where I'm always learning and I'm always um, meeting a lot of people, those who have read my book and those who haven't, it's it's like a feedback loop that it teaches me new things about myself because when I share my story with other people, for example, like I've done with you, it's an opportunity for me to, to really see my own self, my story, and as to where... I have come from Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. it's inspiring for me. It's inspiring for me. And that's one of the ways, that's one of the ways that has um, enabled me to keep going. So in terms of Mm -hmm. what's in it for me, like aside from all these other things, like um, the ability to keep going, the ability to keep reinvesting in my business, in myself, in my person, and the ability to keep uh, being able to make an impact. It's an opportunity for me to be grateful because I believe that in in being in motion, one realizes um, the level of gratitude that they have and need to continue to have. I'm not sure if I'm asking mm-hmm. you a question properly, but it's you are. It's an op- it's an opportunity for me. It it tells me how I'm doing. It tells me how mm-hmm. I'm doing, even in the midst of my own personal criticism. 
and I do that a lot sometimes. I criticize myself over and over, but it tells me that you're you're doing good so far and areas in which you need to improve. And I've been fortunate in that I met I've met different people who have read my book and the oldest I've had read a book is about ninety year old and the youngest is about nine year old and they would come up to me and they'll be like, Oh, I met you five years ago. You were at my door or you know, you I was at the chapters and I read your book and I wouldn't know what to do with myself when they're telling me this. And I just keep getting all this, like, you know, like butterflies in my stomach. And I say this humbly because I don't know how to react to that. But all I just say is thank you. And I'm like, whoa, is that sufficient to reply? Like, I don't, I really don't know. But Mm. it just reminds me to be grateful, to be honest. Because you can... Yeah, you can get everything you want, but you've got to have that fulfillment that comes along with it. Because at the end of the day, it's just an empty cup. But it's it the is. story behind the cup that makes it worth it. And that's, that's, awesome. probably, that's really what I got from it. I, I, really, I really love that. And I love how it keeps you keeps you going how how you are when you're inspiring others that it gives you that that feedback loop of where you are being grateful and and which feeds you even more things to be grateful for that's just fantastic i know that you. um you you are um you've generously decided to gift one of our listeners a signed copy of your book, Struggles of a Dreamer. And dun, dun, dun. what? Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Listen up, folks. You don't want to miss this. <laughs> so how do I get it, Melissa, right away, our producer? How do I get it? How do I get it? So what, you, what we want, um, what we want, and this is how we're going to do it. You want to email Yahala and his email address, and we will make sure that we have this in the replay as well, is Y-B-A-R-U-W-A at Y-A-H-A-Y-A dot C-A. And when you email him, you need to share with him the story of your dream. And there's no, there's no right or wrong. To the story of your dream we just want to continue to hear about dreams and and how much can each of us hearing about your dreams and sharing our dreams with each other how much can that fuel each of us and inspire each of us to keep going now i can't say that i'm going to knock on twenty-seven thousand doors yahaya however i am willing to speak to a billion people so (laughs) that that in itself is big so don't you worry well i've been doing radio now since 2011 so i've talked a lot it happens to be a gift some people don't think so but it happens to be a gift to 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 speak (laughs) and you know each of us have a dream and i i really love what you are doing um, whether anybody has you. read your book or not, when you share your journey like you have tonight, it is inspiring. 
to say, wow, this person at just at this young age can accomplish all of these things. I can do something too. I can exactly. add to the creation of dreams. And it, it's a beautiful thing for each and every one of us to follow our dreams because we actually do inspire each and every one of us when we're doing that. So and if I add... Yes. Oh. Yeah, I just wanted to say, like, one of the biggest lessons that I've learned, and forgive me again for bringing up my girlfriend, but she's been very instrumental. She taught me the power of always sharing. Like, like when you share your testimony, where you come from, how far you've come so far, people feel inspired. And there's that sense of relatability that comes about when people hear your story and they can put themselves and reflect onto you and what bounces back is courage. And they see that if you can go through that and come out okay, I can too. And another thing I wanted to add very quickly, if I may, is um, when you email me, share with me the courageous act that you are taking, that courageous step that you are taking to go for your drinks. Mm. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Okay. Well, we are getting to near the end of the show. Um, and just what's your next big step? You're on world tour so people can find you in, in the Indigo stores. Um, your books are online. You have a publishing house, Tapestry House Publishing, like, and you're the president and the best-selling author. How cool is that? Make your dreams happen by creating everything you need around you. Um, And you can, everybody can connect with you at your website, strugglesofadreamer.com. What else, Yahaya? We've got just about 25 seconds. And they can actually get the first 25 uh, pages of the book on the website, strugglesofadreamer.com for free. And it's available on the Kobo, Kindle, iBookstore, and uh, Indigo uh, websites and stores as well. For those that don't have it, you can get it online. And the one last thing I wanted to say is, by the grace of God, we will have a movie, Struggles of a Dreamer. I set a goal, a date, March 17th, 2022nd. And look out for that. All right. Thank you so much for joining me. It's been a pleasure, and I can't wait to follow you on your journey, Yahaya. Thank you, everyone. Connect next week where we will have another inspiring show for each and every one of us. Bye for now. Thank you for choosing to listen to Inspired Choices Radio Show. Christine McIver will return next Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, be willing to choose what you really desire. This is your life. Making the choices that bring you all that you desire.